0: From the creators of Circles of Faith, this is Slices of Life, where friends grow faith, enhance life, and build community together. As parents, we sometimes set unrealistic expectations for ourselves or our families over the summer. We welcome the break from our routines and become determined to foster adventure. Have you ever associated summer with having more time only to be disappointed with home projects left undone or bucket lists incomplete? I have. I'm Kimberly Amici, and I'm here with Elise Daly-Parker and Noelle Rhodes to chat about a post written for Circles of Faith called A Mother's Guide to Losing Her Mind, plus a few ways to keep it. Uh, Every episode, we start off with an In Your Words This was a column we did monthly at CirclesOfFaith.org, and now we're bringing it to the podcast. This episode's question is, what are you looking forward to most this summer? Noelle, I would love for you to start us off, because you have written so many posts for us about summer. What are you looking forward to most this summer?
1: I am really looking forward to just connecting with my kids without overdoing it with my expectations of what that should look like. In the past, I've definitely had these grand ideas of what we're going to do together as a family and always was left a little bit disappointed. I remember, actually, can I share a quick story? Yeah. Okay. I remember when we first moved to Northern Ireland and my kids were, um, they were three and one years old and it was the summertime, so they there was, you know, there was no camps I knew of or anything like that, so they were home with me. And I had this expectation that... They were going to sit in the living room and play quietly while I unpacked the entire house because we just moved overseas. <laughs> and um, so they were, they were playing quietly for a little bit. And I went to the bathroom really quickly. And when I came out of the bathroom, they were gone. Yes. They left the house. Oh, my God. Because I hadn't figured out how to lock the door. And so I... Ran outside my house, and I'm, like, screaming like a crazy American for Olive and Silas are my kids. And I'm like, where are you guys? And I see them. They were marching up the road, and Silas was wearing nothing but... And I mean, nothing but my blue sports bra. (laughs) Ola was wearing her diaper and, like, these blue, uh, these black kind of, like, hooker boots that we had for her. And they were just, like, marching up the road. And I remember just being, like, so frazzled and, like, kind of scooping them up and bringing them back to the house and, like, not unpacking until the fall. Mm -hmm. Because I couldn't. I wasn't wasn't in that season of life. They were too little for me to tackle that kind of job. And also, you know, be with them. Yeah. Now they're in a better season. I can do that kind of stuff. But this summer I'm looking forward to just kind of connecting in the season that we're in, you know. Yeah. So.
2: What about you, Elise? Summer well, plans? Yeah, um, our summer is really dictated by us um, packing up our house of 25 years and selling and finding a new home. And um, I'm really mindful of not trying to do a lot of other things in addition to that that is just a huge thing i want to enjoy it in a certain way i I want to kind of pack up and then have some time those last you know once we sell the 60 days or whatever it is to to enjoy our home enjoy our backyard have people over very casually and um kind of go out that way that's that's what i'd like to do Um, and my kids are scattered all over except for my one daughter who's home so, I don't have that sort of juggle thing, but I hope to see my kids a few times this summer um, at home and maybe, um, you know, visiting others, be friends down the shore and stuff like that. So, pretty mellow. Not a lot of expectations. Not writing a great novel. Um, <laughs> the th- Things that I've tried to do in the past. No, I'm not doing any of that. I'm, I'm moving. Wow. That's, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It is.
0: Well, this summer, right now, we don't have any big trips planned. Um, in the past, we've done some RV trips with my parents, and those have been fun. Uh, we just got finished with a big renovation, and so we're on a different budget this summer, which is fine with me. You know, we've invested the last almost the last year into this home, and so to be able to just enjoy it. I'm looking forward to barbecues in the backyard because the backyard's been affected and so we have a grill now and we have seating for people and so I'm really looking forward to connecting with our community. And also we've joined a new pool club so I'm looking forward to connecting with friends of mine that are members there. Since we live about an hour from the Jersey shore, I would really like to do more day trips down to the beach. In the past, I've overscheduled us with camps And it's like there's never a spare day to just take off and spend the day down at the beach. With grandparents living close, I do want to be able to take off and go to their house. So I'm looking forward to lazy days, but, you know, like a start to finish day where we just spend time together and do nothing. But on purpose. Does
1: that make sense? Yes, it does. <laughs> I mean, one of the things that me and my kids are doing this summer I'd like right to mention is we are doing a... Um, Core of all the best New Jersey ice cream shops no. oh and my gosh. kids are going to periscope it they have their own social they have their own Instagram account New Jersey Ice Cream Kids oh and they're gosh. going to go to all these ice cream shops and they're going to test and then they're going to rate their favorite ice cream shop mm-hmm. so
0: are they on Instagram too?
1: they're on Instagram it's New Jersey Ice Cream Kids and the hashtag is New Jersey ice cream kids. Oh and so anytime yeah. they're around, they're gonna do that. So we're gonna start that in the summer. And that is like the one thing I planned. The rest is just gonna be organic. But oh, I love they, it. they both love ice cream and I love this kind of like social media stuff, so we thought we'd marry the two together. And it could turn out to be one great big disaster, but I think it's gonna be fun.
2: So. I don't see nice. how it could be a disaster. It's ice cream, really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In parenting, sure. you can't go wrong with ice cream. No.
2: It answered no. all problems. Yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome. I love that. Someday I'm going to do a great chocolate chip cookie tour because I do believe that I am a connoisseur and I have had many a lousy chocolate chip cookie and many good chocolate chip cookies. So. I'm going to find that out. Maybe good. just in New Jersey, though, maybe across the country. Yeah.
0: Well, we go on our RV trips. We Every trip we find diners, drive-ins, and dives to go to, and we make that a part of our itinerary. And so maybe this summer it might be good since we're sticking close to home just to really discover the ones that are in our own backyard. Mm.
2: I love that idea. That is Great. really awesome. Diners, drive-ins, and dives in New Jersey. New York, Pennsylvania, Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. There's
0: lots of places we could take a day trip to.
2: Awesome. Yeah. That sounds so great. perfect. Too bad I'm doing this Max Fit Challenge. I can't <laughs> eat the ice cream and I can't go on a tour of diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> oh.
0: So a while back on Circles of Faith, Noelle, you did a post that our readers loved, that I loved, um, called A Mother's Guide to Losing Her Mind This Summer, Plus A Few Ways to Keep It. And it was such an article that that hit home because I looked at this list and found that I am probably the number one offender of most of these things. <laughs> so I would love for you to talk about why you wrote the article.
1: The reason why I wrote the article probably came from my own frustration of feeling like a failure, you know of the summer because I think as a as a mom we think that summer means extra time, but really it's just different time spent. Mm -hmm. So I would have I think I mentioned in that article about like wanting my kids to read like a hundred books or something in the summer. And nobody ever likes that challenge unless you've got a kid that really likes to read and neither of mine do, you know? They hate reading. <laughs> I'm reading to them. I don't have those kids. I do know they exist, but mine are not that way. And so I would be like, we're going to read like 100 books about like American history. And they would look at me like, why do you hate us? <laughs> so, um, I think it's just this expectation. And I would set myself up for failure. And part of that is because I think, you know, summer's a season, right? And you can't you can't skip seasons. You have to go through June, July, and August. And I think in parenting and as a mother, there are seasons. And you can't skip those seasons that you're in. There's a season when you're, you know, got the two-year-old and the two-month old. There's a season when your kids are grown or, or in college. There's a season when they're in high school or junior high. And you gotta go through those seasons. And you have to recognize what is that season. You gotta suss it out. And that's how you kind of develop your expectation. But I was just avoiding the seasons that I was in and pretending they didn't exist. And then I was constantly being disappointed by myself. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I would say for me, a lot of it is that I, in the summer, I want like, for whatever reason, because they're not in school, I feel like it's my main job to take over their educational experience the summer. (laughs) And I'm not a teacher, you know, and I would go like crazy, you know, we're going to have science experiments, we're going to, you know, do all this stuff. And I don't even really know anything about science, you know, so I have to just do mommy the way that that is me. And like, you know, I'm really into blogging and social media. So again, my answer to that is right, guys, what is it you like? You know, and they're like, We like ice cream. And I'm like, Alright, let's do this. Let's do an <laughs> ice cream tour. And guess what? You got your own you can have your own Periscope channel about it. And they're all excited about that. And that's the one thing I'm doing in the summer. I'm not I'm not writing a book. I'm taking the summer off the book. I'm not uh, I'm not doing anything else because with them in that sense, because I, I'll overload it and then I don't meet any of those expectations and then I'm guilty and then I'm eating all the ice cream. It doesn't make any sense.
2: <laughs> yes, it makes all um, the sense in the world. I mean, there's a verse
1: I like and it's Ecclesiastes 3 1, and I think it's really important for moms to remember particularly as we come to the end of the school year and are about to enter summer which can feel overwhelming is for everything there is a season a time for every activity under heaven that's Ecclesiastes 3.1 and I like that there is always a season that we're in Mm -hmm. and I think the best thing to do is just to embrace it and to know that season will come to an end and the best way to go through that season is just to be really realistic be yourself and let go of the guilt God takes care of the rest. So, I don't know if I answered the question, but that's why I wrote it is because I was totally being crazy about what I thought I needed to do for my kids.
0: I love it. I this post when I read it hit home for me. Because I was one of those people that decided to enroll my kid in the reading program, and on the way to the pool, I'd be like, we have to stop at the library and do your book report and get get a new book, you know? And and when when they were really young, it was easy, right? You could get five books in a week every, you know, one one picture book a night, and that was already what we were doing. Mm -hmm. But as they got older and they started to read on their own, it wasn't so easy to manage three kids and make them read ten books. Like, it just... It started to fall apart, and I wasn't, like you said, willing to adapt with the season that we were going into. And every summer, I have said, I am going to make my photo albums and organize my photos. (laughs) One year, it was like, I'm going to photograph all my kids' artwork and put it into a book so I can throw away all of that art I have in a box. Um, I mean, really, like thinking, this is what I'm going to do, and feeling so disappointed and so upset with myself at the end of the summer. And thinking, well, what did I really even do besides sit at the (laughs) pool and tell my kids, no, I'm not going in the water today, my hair's done. You know, like what did I really get? What did I really gain? You know? So I really felt like this this was a, a funny post and stating the obvious, but so helpful because it made me feel like, yeah, this is okay not to put all these expectations on me or my kids this summer. And I do love what you say about choosing one thing, because I'm in a season now with my kids where they're getting older, and I want them to learn how to do one thing and do it well. And I'm really learning that lesson right alongside them. And so I love that idea. Mm. What about you,
2: Elise? Well, it's it's a funny thing to think about. Ha, ha, ha. Um, It's another area where I tortured myself, much like you did, (laughs) Noelle about all the things that I thought I wanted to do or what I wanted it to look like for um, my my children during the summers. And I think one of the things that is kind of ridiculous in terms of the way I was thinking was, I already had so much on my plate during the year, and now I had more on my plate because my children were home. It meant more meals. It meant more organization. It meant more thinking. you know, they were at school all day. So I had chunks of time and then they're home for the summer. And I'm thinking of all these other projects, probably things like putting together photo albums, but also doing more writing and even some of that, you know, precious time with God. And it's just, it's, it's really a disconnect that I, I kind of wonder what, what really was I thinking? Why was I looking at my life so unrealistically because if I had done, you know, the idea, I mean, it's, it's not to say that I didn't do some of, no matter well, what you're describing, some of the kind of going with the flow and enjoying time together and kind of saying, this is a precious moment, this is a season. We certainly did some nice and fun things during the summer. Um, in fact, we did a, a cross-country trip one summer for 40 days and 40 nights. And we, so we definitely had some of that. But I think it's maybe as we got older, as my children got older, um, they weren't quite independent, but they were independent enough that I, I sort of thought, they'll go do their thing and I'll be sitting here doing my thing and, and it'll work out well. And it just didn't. So I would come at the end of the summer and be completely exhausted and disappointed and feel like I hadn't met my goals. And um, yeah, I, 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 um, I, I guess, I, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and I'm older <laughs> now. And therefore, as I said earlier, I'm moving this summer. And in addition to working that's kind of all I can do. So, yeah, simplify, be intentional. Love yeah.
1: it, Noelle. I, like for me, the priority is connecting. Am I connecting yeah. with my yeah. kids? Yeah. Yeah. And how do I do that in this particular season? I mean, my son, he has special needs. So half the day he will go to a special program. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a non-negotiable that I can't really change. Is what he needs. So I'm looking at this season of where he is and where my daughter is and you know, accepting it as opposed to trying to, like, squeeze more stuff in for him particularly. Mm -hmm. So that's why I have my one ice cream tour that we're going to do, the three of us. So that would be my encouragement because in the past, you know, like a lot of people, you just think you have extra time, but it's not extra time. It's different time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. So how do you approach it? Kimberly, you're a, I think of you as an organized person. Um, you said you're going to do hopefully a few less activities, but what do you how, how do you organize your time in the summer?
0: Well, I think that I have over the last 2 or 3 years been intentional about not doing too much, not getting myself so tied up that we don't have time for last minute get-togethers, impromptu dinners with friends. We live on a relatively busy street, but it's in a, within a small community. So any given day, if we're out in the front yard, yard, friends could walk by and we could end up spending the rest of the afternoon with them. And so I've really tried to not over schedule so that we have free time for impromptu things. Mm. Uh, another thing that's really helped me last t- last summer, I was working um, part-time and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to maintain the level of work I was doing once the kids were home, working part-time, taking care of my home. And so where I wanted to resist the urge to get help, I got help. So I had a babysitter come. She came for a few hours each day and, and took them to the pool. And she did the things that I wasn't able to do. So that later on, I could be focused on them. And so I'm glad I did that. Mm. You know, I look, looking back, I think I would have, I don't know, had her maybe do the stuff I didn't want to do with them.
2: <laughs> maybe right.
0: like the right. the reading. Can you make sure they read every day? Can you make sure they just do um, this? Because I do think reading and, and some things are, you know, are important. Like you said, with your son, you know, my son. He really does need to improve his reading. So one of our goals this summer is to read every day. Like we, we want to be vigilant that that doesn't go to the wayside. For my daughter, she's an avid reader. She goes at her own pace. I don't have to worry about her. So it's okay. not an issue. I don't need to sit down and make sure she reads. And so I probably would have had the sitter do less fun stuff with them. So I could have done more fun stuff with them. But, but getting help was really yeah. important to, to have a realistic expectation of what I still needed to do.
2: Yeah, I think that's a perfect example. Like, you had work hours, and somehow you were going to be incorporating your children into those work hours, and that just extends the work time mm-hmm. and creates a situation where you're constantly telling them, I'm, I'm, I mean, okay, a few yeah. minutes, a few minutes, a few minutes. Um, I remember even coming over and Aaron being, your son, being like, when is she leaving? <laughs> because he knew that if I was here, Kimberly and I were going to be working on Circles of Faith. So I think that's really one of those things that you have to get to know. That when we... It's a it's a good example of how multitasking does not work. It <laughs> stretches out the time to do the thing you're trying to get done mm-hmm. often. And I think that's a really good thought to hang on to. And again, even though my kids aren't home, I do have one daughter home and we're not even sure what her summer looks like. But just to say, okay, these are going to be my work hours and and these are going to be my hours where I um, enjoy the backyard a little bit or go for a walk or even, you know, we have boxes of that artwork that you just mentioned, boxes. And I don't want to take that to our new home. That's ridiculous. My children are um, 38 28 26 and 21 I think it's time to organize their artwork or give it up so choosing those things and really making time for them instead of trying to throw it all into this one yeah time it just doesn't work it really doesn't work so that's great I like I like the uh the division of labor yeah. kind It's a of
0: combination thing. of being, like, setting myself up to be able to go with the flow, but at the same time having very designated times for work mm-hmm. and very designated times to play because the multitasking doesn't work. Yeah. And the putting yeah. off my kids so I could just get one more thing yeah. done, that doesn't work. No.
1: Mm-hmm. A big thing you said that I think is really encouraging to hear is that you got help. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we think that we don't, like, deserve help or something, you know. And sometimes you just need to ask for help or, you know, employ help because you do have kids with you all the time in the summer, Mm -hmm. you know, unless they're in camp. So I think it's important to say, hey, would you mind, you know, letting my daughter plant yours for an hour or two or, you know, getting help. And that's what don't feel guilty, even if it's just to get a little bit of alone time. That's important as a mom. Mm -hmm. I I know that for myself, I, like, need at least a couple hours one morning or one afternoon during the week Mm -hmm. when it's the summertime because, you know, a sane mommy is a good mommy. And so I will say to Troy, my husband, or ask my mom who's nearby, like, would you mind just taking the kids? I'm going to be by myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And because it's important. Yeah. For my relationship with my kids. But I have to be willing to ask for help and not feel like, you know, a terrible parent because I need it. Yeah. yeah. And so many
0: people are in the same boat. And, and I and probably in the past have been very nervous to reach out to a friend and say, hey, let's do a kid swap. I'll take your kid one day. You take mine. But I, my husband reminded me the other day, people want to be helpful. I know I love being helpful and extending myself to others. And I I never ever am annoyed when somebody asks me for help. And so to be able to ask somebody for help, I think we forget that it's almost a blessing to them too. Yeah, I I know we're talking about young kids and, and, and I know not everybody's in that stage right now, but when I have kids at my house, It's almost as good as having a babysitter. Right. At
2: a certain age, that's true.
0: Because then they're off doing their own thing. And then it it actually frees me up to then spend an hour writing or cleaning up the kitchen or, you know, I think the key is trying to think of creative ways to reach out to people in your community. And if you have the money to get a babysitter for a few hours a day or one afternoon a week, really consider that as an investment Yeah. And your sanity and and just the overall experience that your kids will have over the summer.
1: Yeah. I agree with that 100%, you know. And that, like, let go of the guilt of that. There should be no guilt in that. Mm -hmm. You're investing in your relationship by investing in yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So go for it. I know it's been huge for me. Mm -hmm. In the past, I haven't always done it. And I would start to, I would get, I'd feel a little cuckoo, and start to, you know, you kind of know when you're losing it because you're like yelling about everything. Right, right. When you start to get to the unhealthy level where you're yelling at everything and the house, you know, you hate everything in your house and <laughs> you hate your husband and yeah. who are these children and then you're like, I'm the world's worst mother and worst wife and, you know, I, I, do I even. Believe in God. You like you sort of question (laughs) when you call a friend, really go down there, or somebody and say, "I just need to just time." You know, and that is really important to do that. You know, the Lord talks about he when he created the world. After he created the world, he took a rest. Yeah and i think in the summer we think it's just naturally restful because the kids are off from school but actually it could be quite the opposite it could feel a little bit more chaotic and crazy and you know so it's really important as a, as a mom as a woman to make sure that you have your own sabbath and if that means you got to get help for that you know if that means that you don't do the laundry when the babies are napping then don't do the laundry when the babies are napping take that time drink your coffee you know Netflix something you know do whatever you need to do to replenish yourself to get through the summer.
2: Now I think those are great ideas and I think they're really hard to do because we have a certain mindset that prevents us from doing it. And um, you know I think that honestly is like several podcasts where we can talk about the need for rest and a mom's um, whether she's working out of the home or working in her home or or whatever. Um, Needs that sort of balance, but so often doesn't take it. Just it's, it's just I don't know. We have a bad um, rest has a bad reputation, and so mm-hmm. if we're resting in some way or taking that time, but you know it's it's interesting because I remember um, again those summers where we were thick in the in the raising of, of lots of children and lots of expectations and demands and all that stuff. And I do I think a kid swap is a great idea. And I remember at one point I had a good friend who had so reached the end of her rope, but I don't know what she was thinking. I guess she was thinking there was no way out, that she just had to keep being that mom that was you know, dragging the, the um, kids around and doing all these fun things. But she had absolutely, um, she was depleted. And I literally took her kids. I literally was like, okay, by the way, your kids are not going home with you tonight. I am taking them. I, they're going to spend the night at my house and they're going to have some time with us tomorrow. You need a break. So maybe sometimes it's, it's really paying attention to other people too. Yeah. saying you know what can, it's Because I think women sometimes are so unable to ask for that help. What do we see and how can we come alongside somebody and say, listen, I've got a free afternoon. Let me take your kids. Or let me take uh, another kid or two on that ice cream tour that I'm doing throughout the state of New Jersey. <laughs> um, you know, whatever. But it's it's a, it's just... Yes, Noel. you have my number, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's bit, like it's just coming in, coming mm-hmm. in to help that person. Sometimes we need to swoop in and help our fellow sisters who are mm-hmm. struggling and, and, and holding on to the idea that they have to make it work. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, there's something wrong with them and they're weak or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I, I definitely would say... I had thoughts in my mind that I wasn't paying attention to, but that were driving me thoughts like I should be able to do this or why can't I do it? Like she's doing it. Um, you know, why do I feel the way I did? I should, I should treasure every moment with my children. All these things that I was saying to myself were, were part of, I think what drove me into this, um, summer has to be amazing kind of mode and mm-hmm. it isn't always Oh well, you know?
1: Can I just say another big thing that's really important? Yes. It's do not compare your summer oh, yeah. to somebody else's summer. Mm-hmm. You know, we look on Facebook at these picture-perfect family vacations. You know, they never take the picture of them fighting. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or them dragging their kids somewhere. They don't. They take at these, you know, they're on a cruise or whatever. And you just look at them all happy and doing something productive together. And you think, oh. Like, why can't my family be that way? Don't compare your summer to someone else's, particularly if it's on social media, because that's just the truth that people want you to see. And, you know, be cool with your unique family. I have a friend who had a couple uh, teenagers home last summer, and they just really, the way they bonded last summer is they watched all the seasons of The Office as a family. The whole <laughs> Love summer. That. Love it. You know, and like, I mean, hey, it's not like reading a hundred books, but it was something they did together, and it was something their kids will never forget. And I just love that. So you know, embrace the unique part of your family, go with that, yeah. and you're gonna have a lot of fun.
2: Love that. Great idea. Yeah, I love that.
0: That's a great idea.
2: It's funny. I said to my daughter, who is home from college and 21, just last night, I said to her, you know, I, th- I feel like we should find a series to watch together. Because my husband and I did that, um, oh, we were, it, was, it was just a Bond movie and it, it, we were watching it over a couple of nights and we are not a TV family at all, like we had no cable when my kids were growing up, so essentially we had no TV. Um, so it's not like that's a big thing that we gather around, but I really enjoyed it with my husband. And I thought, you know, Amelia and I could really enjoy just following Absolutely. a little storyline. Yeah. I know that you do that sometimes, Kimberly, with your kids. But again, see, I had a lot of the, you know, we don't watch TV. <laughs> we don't do this. We don't do that. Um, that's not the kind of family we are. And, and I didn't re- even realize how much that was driving me. So I think being uh, paying attention to what you're thinking is really a good part of um, deciding what's okay for you and what isn't really. Not just what other people have somehow dictated or, if, you know, have uh, determined by way of your thinking. <laughs> so, so, it's good. Yeah, I love, I
0: love that as an idea for you and your husband. I know I, we started that last summer with my kids because, you know, I don't watch a ton of TV. I have one or two shows, but <clears throat> they go off the air in May. And I was like, what am I going to do this summer? Because for me, I feel like I am on all day. Yeah, I've got the kids Then I've got my own personal goals and the own thing, you know, my own things I'm trying to do. And and frankly, by eight o'clock, I'm done. I really want to engage in something that's not really going to require much work.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And
0: so I, I started getting into watching series on maybe Amazon Prime or on Netflix, things that I could watch full seasons of. And my kids and I did that last summer. We started watching. I watched Parks and Recreation. And me and my kids, we watched Doctor Who together. We watched all nine seasons of Doctor Who. And it was really, it was so great. At first I was like, oh my gosh, like the production quality of the first season was (laughs) awful. I was like, this is for real. But it was, but I I was able to thankfully recognize that this was something that my daughter was interested in. And so if I wanted to be hanging out with my daughter and have something to connect with her over and to have something to talk with her about, this might be it. And so it's been fun. And now we're all anticipating the next season. We have Pinterest boards with Dr. Who <laughs> stuff on it. I mean, it's really been kind of yeah. this neat thing for us. And I certainly um, did not allow it to consume our summer, but it was fun. And we even went on a road trip, which we knocked out a whole season in a road trip, you know, oh, like, yeah, it's just kind of we and we'll remember that because we were stuck in traffic literally for six hours on our oh, way last year to Canada. And because we were in the RV, we just got out of lunch, and we watched an entire <laughs> season of Doctor Who. So those things, I think we discount them. Yes. I think we forget that those are memories, that there are things that maybe aren't picture perfect. certain certainly didn't take a picture of me and my family watching TV together and say, look at the great summer we're having.
2: <laughs> in the RV, it was just with the traffic out great. the window.
0: But it was. It, 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 it almost, it, you know... It's a defining moment or not a defining moment, but like it is, it is a, what do they call it? Like the stones that you go back to or the stones. Yes. uh, Right. Yeah. It does. And it's, it's, it's great. And I, and I don't think that you should discount that at all because if you don't have the option to travel or if you are full time working and you're not able to enjoy those summer days, like what can you have that can be intentional I think I think the key is intentionality yeah yes. you can intentionally set a goal and achieve it you can intentionally find something to rally your family around and you can intentionally choose to not fill your time so that you can be flexible mm-hmm. and maximize mm-hmm. my m- moments and mm-hmm. be spontaneous mm-hmm. intentionality doesn't mean that you're over that you schedule everything it yeah. just means that I am going to carve out time for for rest. I'm going to carve out time for engagement. I'm going to carve out time for long walks. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even long walks, if you're, if you're a working parent, maybe long walks after work, two, three nights a week in the summer. I mean, how can you beat it? You know, that those are things that you can memorialize your summer.
2: Yeah. I love that. I think think, uh, intention is absolutely one of the things we're talking about, but I also think, and I also think um, it's freedom, freedom, again, to choose what works best for me, freedom for the activity not to be Pinterest worthy Yes. or, you know, I mean, just freedom no, to yes. do what I want to do and say, it's okay. I'm not, you know, it, it, it's not, um, it's not make a movie of some, you know, yes. there's so many ideas in our family that we've. And it's okay to think about them and even try, but then to kind of just say, well, it didn't quite work out, but these are the things that we did do and we're happy that we did. As I say, we've done some amazing things a couple of summers, gone on some really you know, wonderful trip through Canada and um, wonderful opportunities that have been just perfect. But we've also had a lot of hanging around, hanging around, hanging around. And, you know, I think we have to... um, Maybe bring that back a little bit of the the just the, the you know open the door and hang out, watch the fireflies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: I think the key is just staying connected. I mean, I know I have a family, a, a friends. I'm friends with the family. Their kids are grown. They're throughout the world. But they're a family that really loves to eat sushi. And anytime they eat sushi, wherever they are, they take a picture, they text it to each other. And I think it's so sweet and it's so simple and it's intentional yeah. and it's unique to them and it keeps them connected. Love Love you know? And you get a lot of guilt of not being able to spend time with people. But here's a simple way. This is what makes us, us as a family. This is how we're gonna celebrate it. Yeah. And that's what summer's all about, is just celebrating who you are together and staying connected. Yeah.
0: There, has there been a gift, any summers you can remember that there's been a gift that you didn't plan, but it just turned out to be something that was worth remembering, that was something that you didn't, you didn't expect?
1: The last few summers we have been um, in Northern Ireland, which usually has been rainy, <laughs> but any time that it was, any time we got any sun at all, we would r- rush to the beach, And those were never planned because we never knew when it was going to be nice weather. But those times at the beach were very, very, I really loved them. Watching my kids kind of collect seashells and uh, Silas one summer was kind of obsessed with crabs. And there was one day that he would not leave until we found a crab and it was hours and hours and hours. And then we finally found one. It was like as if we found the Holy Grail. I think we even went out and celebrated that night. But, you know, those moments that, they're just just—they're just the sweet moments that you have with your kids because it's you and them and it's celebrating who they are mm-hmm. and just kind of grabbing hold of that. And it's funny, a lot of those days, I, I was recently reading through old blog posts and I would often write on those days because something would strike me about just watching my kids play in the water and be free and create and you know, just freedom is a huge part of it. So mm-hmm. that would have been kind of the unplanned moments that we had were our stolen sunny days in Ireland.
2: The unexpected sort of happy things that would happen in a summer would be those spontaneous afternoons where I'd get together with another friend or sister and our children, and the day... It's, making me very nostalgic. Um, The day would turn into night, and we'd just continue. We'd just, you know, they'd be playing on the swings, they'd be having a ball, we'd throw something together for dinner, whatever, hot dogs on the grill, and we would just do things like watch fireflies and uh, sit in the backyard and uh, watch the day, you know, fade in in a wonderful sleepy way where kids would probably be carried to the car and um, plopped in their beds and you know sandy dirty feet and it just didn't matter it just was a fun summer afternoon into evening i think those were the most those are the days i remember that were really precious and sweet Mm. i mean
0: now that you say that that's what i think of summers growing up Mm -hmm. was the day turning into night and then just the lingering and so I find it interesting that now, as a grown-up, I've been guilty of trying to schedule everything, you yeah. know? And and two summers ago, an unexpected thing that happened, much like what, similar to what you were saying, we have an elderly neighbor, and mm-hmm. it's hard for her to get around, but she can walk out her back door, and she can sit in my backyard. And we had her over a number of times just for dinner. Like, we were like, hey, you know, do you want to come out and sit with us and have dinner with us? And at first she was, like, confused, like, really? But she, I probably would have never invited her into my home because I just think that was too...
1: Formal? Yeah,
0: I think that was too formal. And I think the idea of her just taking the few steps across the driveway and sitting in my lawn chair at the table and me bringing out food and a watermelon, I think that Mm -hmm. that, that outdoor... Space and and I don't mean like literal space, physical space, but also the space that summer like a brings. Community
2: space, or, allows, Oh, I
0: But yeah, it. yeah, like the space to linger mm-hmm, and the space mm-hmm, to just mm-hmm. not have to be somewhere and the space mm-hmm. to not even have to go inside and read that book. You know,
1: yeah. just to help <laughs> that darn book.
0: I know, right? Oh my, we're never signing up for a reading program again. <laughs> um, you know, having that space. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it has, it just such an opportunity to cultivate relationships. Mm, it
1: it's, in, it's interesting too because a lot of people make the argument that social media has really kind of ruined that face-to-face time that we have. And this summer was really interesting because my husband likes to grill. And one day he just put on Facebook, I am putting the grill on. And if you want to come over, bring your own meat and we'll we'll grill the meat. And it was interesting to see who showed up. That. No, and I was a little bit upset at first. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I haven't cleaned the bathroom, <laughs> you know, like one of those things. But it was kind of fun. It was like we were able to use social media to actually bring face to face interaction. That was totally spontaneous, and people brought their own meat and their own vegetables, and we just grilled. And there was it was there was no agenda, just eating grilled food. And and that's,
2: that's amazing. I just love that idea. I, uh, I'm i going to copy you. I know. <laughs> I hope, I that hope wasn't you know,
1: my idea. That was Troy. Troy.
2: We're going to copy Troy. <laughs> I hope that, you know, I haven't done this as I've lived in this home for 25 years, and there are people I really want to enjoy and kind of say goodbye to. I don't know when I'll see them again. I'm really connected to them through my neighborhood, and I love that idea, um, Noel, of, of just saying you know what um, Friday night we're just going to be hanging around why don't you come over we'll have this and you can bring a little something too and let's just hang out before we leave the neighborhood yeah
1: really I love wonderful
2: that idea it's a little scary but I love
1: it yeah it is a it's little scary. scary and I think too for me because I'm like the party planner I would have to like right have, I'd have a theme coming? I'd have a yeah and I'd make myself crazy over right. it you right. know the expectations again. Yeah.
0: But I love the bring your own meat. That frees people up. That, well, that frees you up. Yeah.
1: To
2: um,
0: entertain and engage with your friends without feeling the pressure like you need to be Miss hospitality and you need to have, you know, food for everybody and you have to have, you know, I love that.
2: Me too. Love it. Great idea. Very so good. <laughs> challenge for the summer. Can I, can I do that openly at least once or twice before yeah. the summer's through? That's a great idea. Really love it. It Has to be sunny though. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no rain. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. And so I'd love to know. Like, did did surprising people come or was it? Yeah, like just like
1: different people showed up. But what was fun about that was like different ages. Because you know what I do, which is terrible, is like when I invite people, I invite people who I think will get on with each other. You know, we have a lot in common, which is not a bad thing. But I think there's something kind of cool about the fact that you don't know who's going to show up, and doesn't matter. They are just yeah, have yeah. each other. So, like, we had all different kinds of people there, people who we just, you know, knew from the neighborhood, people who went to our church, you know, and it was just really, really fun to interact and then introduce them to each other, you know?
2: Yeah. It was that fun. It's just awesome. And, and as you said, one of the things that I really love about it is I have had so many parties in my head, I can't even tell you. Thousands of them. And very rarely do I actually have any parties because of what you're talking about, Noelle, the over-planning, the having things a certain way, and who do I invite and who do I not invite? What if they don't get along? What if they do get along? Blah, 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 blah. What if they become better
1: friends with each other than me?
2: What if they become such good friends (laughs) that I'll be left out? I mean, so much ridiculous thinking. And I'm just thinking, okay, you have a stack of paper plates. Yeah. You have a backyard and you maybe have whatever a, a big salad, and then everybody yeah. else brings whatever they've got in their refrigerator. For goodness' sakes, I and, love it. Oh, oh what?
0: this is this, this is, is an the entire, entire podcast. Yes. This is an entire podcast. Yes. I mean, I would love to talk more about entertainment and hospitality and how yes. we can do it, where yes. we take the pressure off, and that we really truly focus on the people
2: and not the yeah. the things. Absolutely, absolutely, because that is another things that I've definitely <laughs> uh, put too much pressure on myself about. And too many expectations, which is a lot of what we're talking about. We're talking about these expectations that we set up for ourselves, and anything less is a disappointment. And so, you know, how do we get rid of that? How do we how do we let go of that?
1: Well, I really believe, honestly, you know, you just have to know that you are. This is going to sound so simple, but you are loved by the Lord, whether you have the party or not. Mm-hmm. You know, and really, he just wants us to love each other, mm-hmm. and we go crazy, and we put all these obstacles in the way of with expectation of how we love our kids, how we even love our neighborhood, how we love our friends, mm-hmm. and I think for for me, it's just being like, you know what, the Lord love, the Jesus really loves me, and you know what, I really believe that my friends, they're really not going to care that. My bathroom floor is a little disgusting. They're not. They're just, because they're going to come over and they're just going to have a good time. And, you know, you really start to see how, how we really love one another authentic, you know, with authenticity because the expectations are away. Mm-hmm. And we put them on ourselves, you know? I don't think our friends, like when I go to my friend's house, I don't really Never. look like they're, they floors, do you? I mean, I just don't do that. You know, when I go to their parties, I don't look and say, oh, well, they only have three kinds of meats." I don't ever say that. In <laughs> the party, I say to my husband, we need to have this much because people are going to think, but
2: people that don't think, think that. Don't yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, and yeah. our kids as well, our kids, you know, they're not going to look back and say, um you know mom why didn't you make me do those reading programs why didn't you sign me up for 12 camps they really are going to look back at those moments where they connected with you watching doctor who you know those moments where they fell asleep you know on the ride home from the, the big day they had with your friends watching the fireflies they're going to ha- that's what they're going to look back and remember they're not going to look back and remember at the lack No.
2: (laughs) Every once in a while, I'll just throw this little wrench into the works. They might, having much older (laughs) children, they might say something to you like, Mom, why didn't you make me dance? And then you can say to them, Honey, you refused to. You threw yourself on the floor and had a tantrum every time we tried that. That's why. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Because I have been hit up with some of that stuff from time to time. It's very funny. But that is a digression. Um, Yeah. So I guess our bottom line... About what we're looking forward to most this summer, let's just kind of give us a, give a final statement. I mean, what do you what do you think, Noelle? What's your what's go, what's going to be the thing that I guess would make your summer a successful summer?
1: The thing that's going to make my summer a successful summer is me just really being present mm-hmm. with my kids, with my family, with my friends, without the guilt and the overwhelming feeling that I have to do more. And that what's going to make my summer successful is that I'm going to know that I am enough Mm. in the Lord and that, you know, there is freedom. And this is a season. I'm just going to embrace the season that I'm in. And I'm going to look forward to September when they go back to school. And, um, but in the meantime, I'm just going to make the most of it Mm. and be me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think a successful summer for me is going to be one where I connect and engage with my kids. And I, and I have to be honest, I do have a little bit of an expectation. I want to embrace the summer
1: mm-hmm.
0: and connect with others. Like remembering that the outdoor space is less intimidating and I should be having people in it. Remembering that going to the pool isn't just about my kids having something to do. It's about me engaging in my community and making connections and yes, bring the book, but like, don't be afraid to not have the book reading a book while I watch my kids. Maybe I don't have a book so that I can talk to the person that's next to me. I mean, I think that, um, summer is just such a great time for that. And I think a successful summer this year for me would be measured by the engagement and the connections that I make with people. And,
2: not getting hung up on meeting quotas
1: yeah it's good mm-hmm.
2: yeah I love that and again because I have such a major project for that we're focused on with this selling and moving um I would say that we would get some of the what has to be done out of the way um we have we have packed up a lot and I'd like to continue to do that so that we um we really will have some freedom in those last several weeks of living in our home to have people over casually. Same idea in terms of connection. Yeah, to just really enjoy this very dramatic, this is a big season for us. This is a big time of transition. And the transition into the new home, wherever it is, we don't know what that is yet, will be big. And so this is almost like a resting period. I'd like this to be a resting period before we go. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I'm thankful, even though I've been sort of begrudgingly packing all this stuff up because, you know, you're supposed to look like you don't live in your home anymore when you sell your house these days. I actually am thankful that we've had to get everything out of the house. I mean, there's very little stuff left. Um, And so that kind of clears up the space to enjoy in a different way, too. So, yeah, just, and, and, and a lot of being here now, I think, you know, um where there are things that we have to line up in order to move but other than other than those very specific concrete things I'd like to be here now
0: Thanks for joining us for this episode. You'll find everything we talked about in the show notes. We'd love for you to subscribe to our newsletter at circlesoffaith.org. In it, you'll receive additional content and resources delivered right to your inbox. We're excited to announce that we put together a Facebook community group for Slices of Life listeners. Details on how to join will be in the show notes. We'd love for you to stop by and let us know what are you looking forward to most of the summer. You can also let us know on Twitter. We're at circles of faith. Subscribe to us on iTunes so you never miss an episode. While you're there, rate and review the show. Your comments go a long way in helping others find us.